You are now tuned in to the Randio Show on In Life Now Radio with your host, Mr. Randy Otterbridge, where he's talking about health, wealth, and wisdom and teaching you how you can get a whole lot more of each. Now on to the show. Hi, I'm Holly Amarande, CEO of Yummy Life Wellness. I'm a certified holistic health and life coach, as well as a nutritional therapist. My specialty is helping you to transform your relationship with food so that you can find a healthy eating plan that works for you and that you'll actually stick to so that you can lose weight for good and have the healthy body and mind that you deserve. We'll talk about much more than just food. We'll also address issues such as emotional eating, stress management, and how to fit healthy living into your busy lifestyle. I'd like to offer you a complimentary coach session where we will get real about your challenges and what's keeping you from moving forward and reaching them. We'll remove hidden barriers that keep you stuck and put together a plan of action that you can begin implementing right away so that you can be on your way to having a healthier body. You can find me at my website at www.yummylifewellness.com on Twitter and Instagram. My username is at Holly Amarande and on Facebook and Pinterest my pages are Yummy Life Wellness. Women entrepreneurs, for your success, join HasuOne.net. This is Linda Otterbridge, founder of Hookah Sister Up, personally inviting you to join the fastest growing women's entrepreneur network in West Michigan. Join now and enjoy one-on-one mentorships from women entrepreneurs who have been there, done that. Workshops to put you at ease about how to grow and protect your business ideas. Ways to market and sustain what you've already built. And much more. Ladies, today can be the first day of your entrepreneurial success. Join us at www.hasu1.net. So hey everybody, this is Randy Bridge with the Randy Hill Show, and I know, I know, I know, I've been off a couple of weeks, but I have been finishing up my next book, and let me tell you, when we got to the end, it is getting real persnickety, you know what I mean? I mean, all these little things that you got to do and all that stuff, so I took a little time off, and uh, but now I am back, and I have the pleasure of talking with a exciting guest. And I tell you, when I talk about exciting, we were just talking about some of the health things that we have experienced in our own lives. We start talking about these wealth building ideas that we want to roll out. And we just almost missed talking to you about it. So we want to apologize for that. Hey, I got Harold King here. And let me tell you, Harold King is a grand rapidian. He left and went over to that other state called Ohio. <laughs> But you know what? He did some good stuff over there, and he is back to talk about some of the things that he is noticing while he is back in the Grand Rapids area. So, guys, let me let me just tell you, you're going to be excited, but what we're going to roll out today, and we're going to keep you abreast of some of the developments from this conversation. But first of all, let me just introduce you to Harold King. Harold, tell us a little bit about your progression through uh, Grand Rapids. Well, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. Well, I was born and raised here. I went to high school here. I left here um, in the late 80s, early 90s. And I transitioned to uh, the state that you guys hate, uh, Ohio. (laughs) And uh, I was there to be closer to my daughter, who's there, and also to uh, go to school there as well. Um, And 
being there, I've experienced, uh, was had the pleasure of being exposed to a lot of uh, uh, ideas there, uh, projects, awesome. uh, information, networking, uh, an array of uh, people who I've encountered that have helped enrich my life and, and made me aware of a lot of things. And to uh, to transition back here, I've been here back here about, about two and a half years now. And based on my observation, just trying to get settled in and just get acclimated to the changes that have taken place here. And there has been some change. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I was just like surprised. And, but needless to say, um, these changes when I coming from Columbus, Ohio, being that it is a, a little larger city, a little more culturally diverse, um, the things that are lacking here in Grand Rapids, but has the potential, great potential, to be even a greater city, uh, even a more culturally diverse city, um, and just a uh, a win-win for everyone, from our youth to our adults. Yeah, and you got some specific ideas. Let me tell you guys, you know, you know we love Grand Rapids. We're not going to throw them under the bus. And anybody that wants to do that, and I know, you know, now Harold's not going to do that and you because know, he's a Grand Rapidian, right? But we will fight anybody outside of this little city of ours that wants to come in and say some derogatory things. But let me tell you, when he talks about how we can capture what we know is already good and make it even better, you know, these are the kind of things that we want to share with you, and we invite you to share your ideas about what we can already do to a, a wonderful opportunity, but we don't want it to get away. We don't want any of the racial things that happen here or any of the things that are of a negative nature to encompass the city and take it in a direction that we don't want it to go. Now, one of the things I wanted to uh, talk to Harold about was he was talking about a youth and an adult male program that I think you had some experience with over right. in uh, yes. Ohio. And, you know, can we, you know, maybe model some things that we've seen some other places and already enhance what we have here? Can you give me an idea of what those, what, what that group was? Absolutely. There's a uh, program for our youth that I was, uh, had the pleasure of being involved in, actually created, that I went to a couple of centers and uh, presented it to them. And they were kind of just like, wow, that there is there, ask me, was there a program? And I'm thinking, that's what I want to inquire. Um, the program is entitled Building to Build, um, Building which, to is, build. which is basically, and I had the opportunity to be a part of that when I was a child in my uh, uh, early years. And what Building to Build, and I, and I called it Building to Build because it's, and it's, as I explained, you'll understand why, is that the program was targeted towards our young males. But what age group? Uh, age from eight, uh, I'd say age from nine to 16 or okay, 17. Okay, yeah. And what this program in, in, encompassed was uh, we focused for an hour because that focus time, I've, based on the study I've done, when you have a certain age group like that, mm -hmm. you can capture a, a, com a committed focus for about an hour. Okay. After that, they start to lose interest or lose their focus. True, true. So what we did is that I had these kids, they would work on a model plastic model, whether it's an automobile, a plane, a train, a motorcycle, their choice. Because mm -hmm. if it's their choice, they're more apt to focus on something they like doing. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So in the course of them doing that, that hour, they're focusing on putting that together as I show them, okay, this is what we're going to do, follow the instructions here. Even though they're focusing on putting this together, what they're not, don't realize is what they're learning and sharpening their skills of focus, hand-eye coordination math, reading, mm -hmm. a sense of accomplishment, uh, dedication, social skills, mm -hmm. 
Because when they're looking at the instructions, they have to read them. Mm -hmm. They have to calculate in terms of the pieces. They're looking at numbers, so we're incorporating mathematics, the timing for the glue to dry. So mm -hmm. they, again, we're incorporating mathematics. And then their hand-eye coordination, because it's, it, it teaches, you know, you have to put the pieces together. And also a, a, a sense of relaxation. It, it brings you, it, it, it calms you. That's its own kind of meditation. Exactly. Absolutely. So it, it's, it, it's, uh, it, it's a benefit there as well. Um, as well as, secondly, is that they're reading, so they're improving their reading skills. Mm -hmm. They're improving, improving their social skills because they're in a group of guys. So in a group of guys, they probably have to share some of the same experiences. So they're free to talk about it in the course of working. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they're able to connect as well and mm -hmm. to share. So that in turn, it diffuse any tension because they have life experiences. So these same young youth aren't leaving the program, going out and having an issue against each other. It's like, hey, we're the same class. I heard your story, you heard mine. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I, can, I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. um, and these same skills that they're learning unconsciously, they bleed over into the classroom. So in the classroom, now they're more focused. Because mm -hmm. they've, they've been practicing. They've been practicing unconsciously. So these mm -hmm. skills are being improved. You can see the director, oh, now they like math because they're using math. It's coming freely because unconsciously they've learned that. Well, they're reading this improved because they've been reading instructions. Mm -hmm. So now they're reading more. Mm -hmm. They're more social in the classroom because they were social in this event. Mm -hmm. And since they focused for that hour, now their focus is a little better in the classroom. Now, that makes sense to me because, you know, as I think about that, uh, you know, something like building a model. Now, we know they've, you know, out right now in, in 2015, and they've got all kind of other distractions, right? But if we look back into the, you know, the past and we start thinking about what were those things that kept us focused? It was A, something we enjoyed, right? right? And then we couldn't help but learn because guess what? We're, in, in, we're doing something that we enjoy. Mm -hmm. And then what it builds right. is a consistency. The, 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 uh, I think it's the muscle that now has them sitting in front of this thing that they enjoy and they're learning all this other stuff and then they can't help but translate to the classroom because Absolutely. they now know how to focus. Right. Now, that makes sense to me. Now, listen, I want to talk about some other things that you had mentioned. Well, before you, uh, real, real quick, just yeah, in, in addition to that, is the a sense of accomplishment because once they've, done, they've, they've completed that, mm -hmm. they can look at their work and say, hey, look what I've done. That, in turn, will propel them to look for the next challenge because they've accomplished. So they're like, mm -hmm. they'll unconsciously challenge themselves. That makes sense. And so when challenging yourself, it's, it's you just improve, you grow, you get better. And these are the things we want to see our youth do. Absolutely. Challenge themselves to grow for excellence mm -hmm. because they already have excellence in them. They really do based on some of the things you see. It's, it's a clear indication of excellence and genius. Their creativity, their imagination, right? these things are all there. So these youth then, you know, as they grew, when you found, um, you know, did you track a couple of participants to see how they actually ended up growing up, you know, as, as time went yes. on? Did you find that same kind of focus even as adults? Because that's one of the things we want to talk about too is actually you know, a couple, adult. Sure. Actually a couple of the youth that were there, the older youth that mm -hmm. were 16, 17, uh, to my pleasure, a lot of them had enrolled in college. Mm, that's good. So they were like, I want to go to college. Mm -hmm. And to my surprise also, I had a few of the guys that came to me and they said, hey, the stereotype that we're being lumped into when we're on the street, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
they said, well, that's not my thinking. They don't know my intelligence. My response is, you're right. Mm -hmm. Show them. Mm -hmm. Show them. Mm -hmm. Regardless of But to keep in mind, to be conscious of because of the appearance, be conscious, aware of that. But these youths I follow, after they've done that, their focus, they went on to other things. They were more, they challenged themselves. Like I would have never imagined some of them, they wanted to go into uh, engineering now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, automotive stuff. engineering, mm -hmm. design. Simply because this, when they put this together, it was like, oh, wow. I never knew this part did this or this part went there. So now they're curious. So that curiosity prompted them to go further. And they took these, I think they called aptitude tests. And these aptitude tests, based on their interests, directed them where they would like more likely to succeed or where their interest most lies. And a lot of them from that were in those areas. Automotive engineering, uh, automotive design, uh, mm -hmm. skill or trade of mechanic, uh, uh, the was it uh, aerospace because of the ones who put mm -hmm. together the planes. So they had a more apt or, or more uh, interest there to go further. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And so I encouraged them, but to my again, the I think it was three kids who enrolled in the local college there. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. wanted to go to college. Wow, this was build to build. Yes. And and did the, is the program still going, or did it leave when you left? It left when I left because okay. I was the only person implementing the program. And the challenge for me is that to find like-minded staff, mm -hmm. to have the patience, to have the involvement with these kids in the classroom for that period. That was my soul. It was just me going from location to location, uh, staggering times. Like, okay, I can be here on Tuesday. I can be here on Friday. So I had Friday night classes at Tuesday and Wednesdays. At different right. locations. I tell you why I'm excited about this, uh, you know, is because we hear it all the time. We hear that, you know, our adult male black men don't have time. Right. But yet when we find a situation and find an opportunity to, you know, to do some things, we're seeing some good results. And I know here in Grand Rapids, we could utilize that kind of focus. We could definitely utilize someone coming out and saying, hey, let's try this. Right. Let's do this build-to-build -build program and utilizing some of these tactics and just see how it goes. Right. You know what I mean? And what I'm, what I'm really interested in is how would you like to expand that out? I mean, do you have some specific you know, goals or ideas? Do you want to meet with some other people? you want to create something on your own? Well, I would like to because I'd like to get it started here um, uh, because I, I do see the – it's definitely a need when I look at a lot of our younger uh, males, mm -hmm. they're almost becoming like um, wild weeds mm -hmm. with no direction, no none of that. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say they don't have the potential because we all know they do. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would truly like to see to start that here. I, and I'm all I'm I'm open to work with anyone mm -hmm. as long as there's a genuine sense you have. We all have the same mindset. We have a genuine concern and, and agenda for these children. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I think, guys, as you listen to this program, and whether you're out of the country listening to this program or in other states, you know, be feel free to call in and talk about some of the things that you are doing that is relative to this kind of thing, right? Because we can always stack ideas upon ideas with the bigger idea of doing everything we can for our youth mm -hmm. to get them back on track or to get them or keep them on track. We're not suggesting that everybody's out there wild, wild western or right. anything like that, but we do know some that are. We want to save our children. We want to be sure to do the things, bring the things in, 
give them role models, show them opportunities that put them on really good tracks. Right. And I think something like building to build is a starting block. Now, what I'd like you guys to do, if you have an opportunity, you know, Harold's here in town, he's been here for you know a couple of years now. I want to give at least you know the opportunity a, uh, a you know, you're working on your website now, mm -hmm. but can they email you? If somebody Absolutely. has a couple ideas or want to talk to you, Absolutely. what would that be? That email address is going to be the uh, letter C and the word knowledge, A-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E, the number one at Yahoo. So at Knowledge one at Yahoo. All right, that's just that's really easy, guys. See knowledge one right. at yahoo.com. Now, listen, I want you guys to drop him a couple of lines and say, hey, listen, this is what we're doing. Bring him into the conversations. He's one of us, guys. Come on now. We, we're still on the back from Ohio. You can't have him, Ohio. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, this is one of the things that, uh, as we talk about here on the radio show, you know, we talk about health, we talk about wealth, wisdom, and how to get a whole lot more of each. Now, this is a situation that is in that wisdom area. That's something that's saying, we've got some ideas, what can we do with them? We've got some ideas, what can we build with them? We've got some ideas, who can we share them with? Who can we collaborate with? And he's saying to you right now, he's open, you've got the web uh, or the uh, email address, give him a holler, talk about some things, meet with him. Like he's a really open guy, you know, you'll like him, I know you will. He can shoot some hoop too, but that's what I remember, he used to shoot our lights out. But anyway, that's another story. And I know he's talking with some people here in town too, you know, just starting, you know, just getting going. And one of the things I like to say, one of my buddies uh, uh, told me once, he said, you know what, you do not need permission to help. You do not need permission to help. And I'm going to tell you guys, you know it, and whether you got a dime or a donut, you don't always need money. You need a good idea. Start it, do it, get some results. And I'm telling you, we've seen it a time and time again, money does come. If you can show results, people are just looking for good ideas and people to put the, their, their energy behind it. And one, young man one of the things I want to not to interrupt you there, Randy, is the uh, I wanted to kind of just kind of jump in and, and mention that even though this building the build, it's not. I've always been one that if you you have to start somewhere, start something. If it doesn't work, try this. If it doesn't work, try that. Let's tweak this. The fact that you started. It doesn't just stay an idea in someone's head. That's good stuff. You, and, and, I, and I will say that anyway, no matter what it is, start it. That's it. Start it. And you know we push that idea around here because how you how else are you going to build wealth? How else are you going to you know you know center yourself in a way that allows you to grow with all of those wonderful talents that God has given you? How are you going to do it if you don't start something? Right. There's no such thing. I'm going to tell you this again. There's no such thing as failure. It's just information. Right? right. Now, that's not mine. I heard that somewhere. But it's just information. It allows you an opportunity to pivot if you need to, mm -hmm. like Harold's talking about. Change. Right. right. But if it works, let's pour some more on. Let's mm -hmm. do some more of it. Now, here we have an opportunity with building to build as just something at, that he found that worked. And if you start seeing these kind of things work over and over again, do more of it, right? Right. But again, we want to we want to do everything we can to encourage Harold here to start this thing, mm -hmm. right? Bring him in and talk about some stuff, and I'm sure he's going to be willing to just do that and just you know pilot some stuff, right? You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. So listen, one of the other things that you know Harold and I were talking about was 
you know, we were talking about health, you know, you know, you guys know out there, I'm, I'm, I'm a struggling vegetarian, I look at some meat, and I want to chase it down the street and put it in my mouth, you know what I'm talking about, anybody else out there like that, <laughs> but right now we're, you know, uh, uh, he was talking about some of the health challenges and things that he's experienced in his life, and you know, as African Americans, we really want to talk more about that, because men out there, I tell you, We've got our problems and we're keeping them to ourselves mm -hmm. sometimes. We mm -hmm. might not even tell our wives or girlfriends or people that love us what's going on with us, thinking that sure. we got it under control. Well, let me tell you, we're sitting here, two men, talking about these issues, and we want to encourage you out there. You know, the ladies that are listening to the show, talk to you dudes. Tell them to come talk to us if they won't talk to you. Because we want to share with you that, look, the African-American community, health-wise, is in danger. What we're eating what we're smoking, and all of these other things that we don't even want to talk about that we're doing is affecting our lives. Absolutely. Right? So let me tell you, know, I don't know how much you want to get into it or touch upon it, but sure. listen, share with the audience here some of the things that you have as ideas and, and directions that we need to do as African-American men or just African-Americans in general. Sure. Well, well first of all, and, and uh, time permits, maybe that would be another show that I can Absolutely. get into my, uh, my miracle story and the... Uh, experience that I went through, my the health challenges that I was faced with. Um, but from that uh, instance, what I've learned, I've always been more conscious of health in terms of eating, uh, but even more so now, uh, my sense has been heightened a tenfold. Uh, and reason being is that I've learned through my studies is the, the importance of proper nutrition and diet. Mm -hmm. And the other thing also is for men, Men, you know, black males, uh, but men, period, mm -hmm. because of our ego and this alpha male, uh, so to speak, uh, our, our demeanor or mentality, we don't feel the need to see a, a physician on a regular basis, at least have a, a thorough physical once a year. And in a lot of cases, that is detrimental to our health, only because there are certain things that have been going on that we are not aware of. We can feel fine, like in the case of myself, no health symptoms at all. Mm -hmm. I went in as healthy. Even the doctor says it's a healthy male with no symptoms at all. Mm -hmm. Okay. And again, we can go into that story a little later on the, you know, a different show. I'd, I'd love to share you guys uh, my story because it is a testimony. Okay. Uh, but as we, with the health, just kind of sticking with uh, more information in terms of health, what I've learned is that, and, and guys, picture this. Okay. We'll start here. Whether or not you've had anatomy, physiology, but we've all had some form of health in junior high, high school, where we understand where your organs are in your body. Mm -hmm. Now, if you take a look at the anatomy, notice how the organs are strategically placed in line with gravity. Chambers, they go down, down, down. Mm -hmm. And the ultimate is digestion, okay? That key that runs through the middle is your digestion, which is so important. Now, the same organs in your body they resemble the shape of certain vegetation, uh, plants or plants or vegetables and, and, and uh, fruits. Now, consuming those plants and fruits that look like that organ, they help that organ. Isn't that something? That's just a, it's amazing. That's awesome. And see that that supports in terms of on a biblical sense where you look at where God fed the people from the land. Well, what grows from the land? Vegetation. <laughs> so actually, your your bodies are designed to be healthy. Mm -hmm. Now, we look at the, our, our behaviors, our eating habits, which, are, you know, change is tough for anybody. That, that's tough. We all agree there. Mm -hmm. And we become a lot of our eating habits were passed on from our, our parents, our aunts, or great-grandparents, whatever the case may be.
But now stop and think though, they weren't as sick because how the foods were less processed back then. What we have now, the processing, which is strictly to the quicker we can get it out there, the more money we can make. Absolutely. And that processing entails a lot of synthetic treatment, preservatives, all these things. Keep in mind that remember the anatomy of your body, the chambers. When you eat these foods, they have to be filtered through these chambers. Mm -hmm. okay. And when you have these impurities, your organs have to work a little harder to filtrate that. Mm -hmm. to decipher that because remember these are synthetic things and your organs are normally designed to filtrate and to absorb natural things that are from your vegetation so the uh, again let's go back to the uh, how our bodies are designed and, and we're we're really again we should be healthy individuals but again because of our, our eating habits and our ancestors they they had the different foods they a lot of those they they ate foods that were uh, from their land, their farms, their mm -hmm. gardens, which again, these are these are more natural, holistic mm -hmm. ways of uh, eating. Even though they did eat their meats, but their chickens, their their cows, their pigs, they weren't fed the synthetic uh, uh, diets that the That's ones that are fed right now. So in terms, we eat that now. We're consuming that same chemical. We're consuming those same uh, impurities in our system. Mm -hmm. And of course, over time, what happens? when because keep in mind your organs were designed to uh, absorb uh, uh, natural vegetation now you're absorbing something synthetically so in a sense it's putting a little more wear on the organs just like a car tire mm -hmm. you get it too tired over time you keep going and going eventually the tread wears down that's it yeah. and it's the same case here you you eventually uh, uh that organ will start to it's not operating as efficiently mm -hmm. and so in our current state and in, in, in medical uh, uh, stage right now, nothing against the medical industry, but the fact that here we introduce now, you have to take pills to mm -hmm. help that organ because it's, it's worn down. And that, true enough, that's going to happen with time. That, that will happen. Mm -hmm. But the key thing here is we're all able, it's a matter of changing choice, mm -hmm. making a different change. Every day you wake up with a heartbeat and a pulse, okay? Regardless of your religious belief, whatever, whatever you believe in, your God, your higher power is saying, okay, you got another day. What are you going to do today differently? That's what it. choices are you going to make today differently? Use that time to say, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to eat as much bread this day. I'm not going to eat as much meat this week. Let me just see how I feel. Even if you consume, for most black men and men, period, I had the opportunity to be a part of it. It was called... Uh, 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 the African-American Male Wellness Walk, we did every year. That has grown so big now, it attracts men. It's like in the thousands now. From, that's, that's, from, say it again. What was it's called African-American Male Wellness Walk. It's held each year in Columbus, Ohio. And that basically, that involved, it centers around uh, male's health. And the reason it's centered around male's health, more so black men, because our eating habits, mm -hmm. our... our uh, the things we engage in, not to say all other males do, but for some reason how the media portrays it, we're more involved in it, like the the uh, what we smoke, what we drink, you know, when you see it blast off the media, and, and, and not to blame anyone, nothing like that at all, but these are the images we see. Mm -hmm. So with that in, in mind, this was directed toward black men because like with an animal species, you have to start with the alpha male. 
if you want that to maintain, to survive. That, that's the key. Mm -hmm. So by keeping the alpha male healthy, that leads into, and again, we're going back to that, if the man leads, so that means your wife, your children will be healthy as well because you're leading, you're the alpha male, you're leading that. But it's your behavior, your choices, um, what you are modeling before them. But with this program, it was basically the, uh, it was a walk, but it was free screening where they check your cholesterol, your, your blood pressure, uh, your, uh, your body mass, uh, your, the, the fat, just all that, they check that. And one of the things I've learned from one of the physicians that was there, he had did a forum on the importance of fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. Now, your average guy needs to consume five vegetables, four fruits a day. You think that, well, how am I going to incorporate that? Simple as a cup. I mean, in between mm -hmm. snacks, it, it's eat a banana is a meal. It, mm -hmm. It's one of the fruits satisfied. An apple, uh, a, a, a few, a handful of carrots that satisfy that. A half a tomato, satisfy that. But it's once you consume these, again, going back to what I said earlier, these are, are this is vegetation from the earth. And they're in the shape of the organs of your body, so it's going to help. Now, by consuming that, just by consuming five fruits, four vegetables a day, from that in itself will help curb the possibility of any illnesses that you're going to encounter because what's happening, you're consuming nutrients, enzymes that your body uses to help stay healthy, the organs stay healthy. It helps your body to fight off any infections that enters the body because it's, in, it's increasing your white blood cells, which is increasing your soldiers, basically, mm -hmm. your frontline soldiers. That's it. And so you. that in turn will help. And if any guy tries that, just try it for a few weeks. And chart how you feel. You'll notice a sense of well-being increases. Your energy increases. You even notice physical changes. Oh, heck yeah. Your skin, your eyes, your hair. You'll notice all of these changes. Women notice these changes in themselves. They, they see these changes. But for a guy to notice that. But going back originally when I said my story and what prompted me to be more conscious aware is that uh, it prompted me to do more research to understand, okay, um, I was already healthy. Mm -hmm. And, and this and, happened to you even already. Right. This happened so to me. And, and if it wasn't for the fact that I was very adamant, even as a late teens, I would be proactive in going to my doctor and say, I want to throw a physical. Mm -hmm. Just for my own knowledge to know what's going on, be conscious of my health. And if it wasn't for that fact that I continued that, and went to my doctor, and he, he knew me, we had a good relationship. He said, I know, you're a thorough physical, and he <laughs> happened to do a thorough physical. Mm -hmm. And so I like to stay on track, again, stay on track of that. And my message to men right now is that, hey, if you need any incentive at all, the one incentive I say is to live. You have somebody to live for. That's it, that's it. So live for them. Make just make a small, and it's nothing drastic. Changes take, I understand, changes take time and, and they're hard to do. Do a little change, a little is better than nothing. You know, you, you're saying something that um, I was talking to my buddy James, and you know, he's he's on this walking campaign, he's lost all this weight. I mean, we're you know, when I became a vegetarian, I lost weight and all these kind of things. Now, now our clothes don't fit, we got to go out and do <laughs> stuff, and you know, we're, we're laughing because our wives are talking about how big our arms and our suits look now. And you know, come on now, we spent a whole bunch of money for that stuff, but you know what. But, you know, on the other end of that, he's saying, you know what, I'm going to continue to do it. I don't right. care what they say. People say, oh, are you, are you sick? No, I'm not sick. I was 
big, you know. Right. And uh, and anybody knows me that that uh, they know that you know I'm I'm a certain height and I'm all this kind of stuff. But at the same time, I knew I was big for that height, mm-hmm. right? And right. I says, man, this can't this can't be sustainable. And when my doctor confirmed that mm-hmm. by saying, dude, all your numbers are up. I don't know what you eat. I don't know what you're drinking. Right. And all that kind of stuff. But it ain't good. Right. And uh, you know, looking at family history started sure. you know making me feel. I've got to do some change. Right. You know what I mean? So one of the things is incorporating that conversation in the show, bringing people on to talk about that stuff. We've had people talk about health. we had people talk about wealth. But listen, how do you do all these things and incorporate all these things? It, it may not be as hard as you think. Because right. if you're pursuing something in a health arena, couldn't you start a business? Absolutely. Around that? Absolutely. Problem? Absolutely. Solve the problem? Show other, other people how to solve the problem? Right. Make money. Make Absolutely. money, showing people something that you're going to be doing anyway. Right. Listen, audience, does that make sense out there? So what is your specific health challenge? Mm-hmm. And then we would like to challenge you to start something around it, mm-hmm. a movement, an idea, a website, something that starts speaking to that. Well, what you'll find in one time is that what you'll find once you start consuming, and I think this is one of the things with our, our youth, uh, again, if it starts with the adults, the parents, what you model, your children will follow through once mm-hmm. they see you. And I think with our youth and, and, and even with adults as well, once you fi- what you'll find is once you start eating, the things that it will unlock that will not only help your sense of focus, your brain, your clarity. So if you're healthy, your thoughts are healthy, you're more creative. So that will bring, you could have multiple business ideas. It will be amazing how your focus, the clarity comes out, the drive, the energy, the motivation there, because you're starting from the inside. It's like, okay, I want to be healthy. It's a win-win. It's all connected. And I, and I wanted to say also, Randy, is that there's certain, for example, okay, to give you guys an example, uh, if you take a uh, walnut, okay, if you look at the shape of a walnut, it's shaped like your brain. The walnut consuming that that helps your brain. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, you can you guys can do your own research, but you'll find that that helps your brain. Uh-huh. Just to give you an idea, for in another example, you take a a, a uh, stalk of celery. Okay, uh-huh. if you break celery, it break it resembles what the breaking of a bone. Celery helps the bone. It's a component to help the bone. Healthy bones consuming celery. And we all know with the tomato, if you take a tomato and cut it in half, the tomato resembles the chamber of a heart, okay? And we all know tomatoes what? Lycopene helps uh-huh. the heart. It's just these simple things like that that you'll see that these things help, and by you consuming that, you'll notice a change, a, a difference in yourself. You'll notice these things. And this is good. And, and because certain conditions and illnesses direct the African-American community disproportionately than other ethnic groups because of our diet, because of the, in our neighborhoods, what we're surrounded by, the processed foods, the instant foods, the fast foods. And this is all quick stuff, quick death, okay? And see what these things that we're surrounded by, we consume these things. And we have when we're we're, uh, faced with diabetes, hypertension, uh, um, and, and uh, of course, cancer and all these other things, there's a direct correlation in terms of our diet. Remember what I said earlier, how your organs and the key mainstream in there is your digestion. Look at it as a car. Your car stays running optimal, but if you do what? 
Change the oil. That's it. Something as simple as that. Change your oil. Now, let's metaphor that, guys. Change your eating. Change the stuff that's coming in. Right. Change the fuel that you're putting in your body, and you can change your life. You know, I was thinking about a, uh, uh, once I started my health, uh, you know, progression, I started going to some websites that would help me. One was really critical was um, nutritionfacts.org. Man, I'm going to tell you, this guy is getting after it. Now, you know, he's pro-vegetarian and veganism and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I learned that some of the foods that we're putting in and the dangers to them, right. to our bodies, you know, I, I, you know, I couldn't have dreamed that stuff up. You kind of knew right. that, well, I'm supposed to eat healthy. Your doctors tell you some of right. this stuff on billboards and all that kind of stuff, but, you know, we don't do it all the time. Absolutely. But when you start hearing doctors and just lay people, like, you know, we're lay people. We're not doctors over here, but we're saying experiences has led us to research. Right. This research now has led us to different choices. And let me tell you the results of these different choices. And we're sharing it with you. Do some of your own research. Absolutely. I encourage anyone. Determine what's going to work for you. Do your own research. And like uh, like Randy said, the things that we put in our bodies. Here's an example, okay? With high blood pressure, and they call that the silent killer. The reason that for those of you guys who are not aware, for those of you who are aware, you've heard this before. The reason they call that the silent killer is because the main component is sodium. Sodium is in everything. It's on a preservative. You, you can read any label, you'll see sodium. Okay. Now, the reason, so, because how that works in your body, and it, it, it increases the pressure of the blood going through the vessels. So now you have that high blood because it's going, it's trying to force its way through a narrow area. So you have that, that, that pressure is high now. Mm-hmm. And simply, if you cut back and be conscious of sodium, for those of you who have high blood pressure right now, sodium cut back, consume more water because water is the flushing life of your system. It flushes. It's going to remove that. You're going to be more hydrated. So therefore, it's like if you take, if you notice, if you take salt and put in a, in a glass, and if you keep adding water to it, it dilutes it. You taste it, it's going to be less salty. It's diluting. Same in the case with if we know that you look at your breads, the breads we eat. Bread is another component. Not to say all breads are bad, but I challenge anyone, if you go to buy a loaf of bread, just read it. Mm-hmm. You read bleached flour. Okay. Look at the word bleached. What comes to mind? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like like drinking some chlorox. Come on. You went like exactly. <laughs> but the fact that, you know, the, the white bread, so to speak, and things of those nature, like your white rice, stuff like that. See, these things consuming over time, they stick to your colon like a rock. When that's in your colon, you probably heard people say, well, I have polyps in my colon. That's the result from that. This is being formed on that because this stuff, it it hardens in your colon. And you've heard the term, people go get a colonostomy. Mm -hmm. People go do, uh, what's the term a lot of your celebrities are doing now, which is clearing out the digestion, Mm -hmm. the blood, the cleansers, all those. It's why you're doing that. They know this is the key. Uh-huh. To hell, let me cleanse this stuff out of there. That's right. And so just simply cutting back on that, maybe, you know, just cutting back on bread altogether. If you can eliminate it, great. That it's a win-win also for those of us who have an issue with our abdomen. You'll notice with that a cutback and doing mild abdomen exercise, you'll see a reduction. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just that simple. 
Yeah, yeah. Listen, now we can go on and on Absolutely. about this because you know we've got that that look in our eye now. You know, it's like <laughs> we're getting ready to talk about something that is 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 you know true to our hearts. Listen, I, there's a book that uh, that also helped change some of my perspectives on the bread issue. As you talk about weed and stuff like that, and that's called Wheat Belly. I mean, he gets after it. This doctor on there talks about Wheat Belly. I want to say it's wheatbelly.org or .com. Check it out for yourself. It will change your perspective because what he talks about in there, and I don't want to talk out of turn uh, and misquote him, but he says that, you know, the bread and what it does to your um, excitatory system, that it hits some of the same uh, centers that opiates do. Now, I'm not, you know, by any means a doctor or anything like that, but let me tell you, that's not good. Right. You know, if a uh, product like bread is doing some of the same things or hitting some of the same receptor sites that opiates do, and we know if opiates make you want more, isn't it right. interesting how when you eat bread, you want more? Mm -hmm. And then how what it's doing to your system and where it's sticking when it doesn't come out of your system well right. because you're not drinking enough water. Right. You're not looking at your probiotics and all that kind of stuff. Now, listen, of course, we can go on and on. Sure. We love talking about this stuff. We read this stuff. We're worried about it in our own lives, but if we just keep it to ourselves, just read it and just save ourselves, mm -hmm. we're not helping anybody. So we want to talk to you about it. You know, we're going to be building some things. Maybe we'll do some stuff together, but I know I know Harold, if I know his spirit, he's going to be creating some things, some websites to talk about this stuff. Right. I want you to, you know, once he does, I'll bring him back on the show, we'll show you the website and talk about these things. But in the meantime, for you, for your family, for the people you love and care about, Change some of those habits. Yeah, you can do it. Change some of the. We're talking about the benefits. Right now, I'm not even gonna get into some of the the, the man stuff right. that we talk about because if your blood is flowing good, exactly. it's all good. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying out there, guys? So you know what I'm talking about. Mojo is but bad. if you're not flowing well, <laughs> right? You know, if you're carrying all this extra weight, you right. don't have the fluids in your body. Right. Ain't nothing working. Absolutely. And that's no good, guys. You know what I'm talking about? So we want to talk to you about. Doing the things that benefit others, but also doing the things that benefit yourself. We can't just like the, you know, we transition to a, a different topic here. Just kind of keep in mind, guys, that uh, you be the judge. Do your own research. Make your own changes. But you have to ask yourself. You look around you. You have something to live for. Absolutely. Make a choice Absolutely. to live for that to help enrich somebody's lives that means a lot to you. And that matters, doesn't it? Because as we started off this conversation talking about youth and talking about how we can give back to our youth, if you're not around, if you're not healthy, right. you're not going to have the desire to, you're not going to have the energy to. But if you are, you see how all this connects? If you are healthy, then you can do these bigger things outside of yourself. Right. If you are healthy, you can do these wealth building ideas right. because you can. Sure. You've got that energy. The difference between the youth and us is that we've gotten older. Right. And our tires, if we talk sure, about that, absolutely. are worn down a little bit. But right. guess what? You throw some new tires on that absolutely. puppy, then maybe you can do some extra things. So that's what we want to really get after you about today. Listen, you know, we're going to hit on just a couple more things. Sure. And I want you guys to really, you know, you know, think about this, bring it into your own consciousness, make it your very own, decide on it, call us, talk to us, hit that email uh, that Harold dropped on you uh, and, and bring him into your conversation, too. So let me say, before we close up here, is there some other things that you just wanted to kind of go well, over? Real, real quick on, on a financial level, one of the things that I was a, a part of that we were starting to create in Columbus there was a program. It's called um, uh, Black Male Investment Group. 
even though it's open to any type of male, it was just black male investor groups. And reason being is that um, most brothers are all about their money. Okay. All about that paper now. Whether whether it's legal or illegal, they're about their money. And the focus of the group basically was, and what prompted myself and a couple of brothers to visit this and want to start that is that I looked at my 401k where I worked and like, okay, I, I uh, subscribe in, in to this 401k with my employer and, you know, my money's being invested. Who's investing my money? Who chose the, uh, how it's going to be allocated to these different groups? I thought, huh, I don't know this person from Adam, okay? I understand that the expert. But I thought, okay, let me do a little research to find out what's, what's involved in that, what, what's involved in, in making a, a, a uh, allocating a fund to a stock to grow your 401k. So I looked at that and also looked at when you see these images on Wall Street, all these guys, and I thought, wow, if we look at the, the uh, diversity, we see the numbers are obviously, it's a disparity there. You don't sure. see a lot of brothers, Wall Street, and what better way legally to manage millions of dollars? I thought, wow, what's the problem? And I also had the opportunity, I spoke with a gentleman who was a broker that worked from home, and I said, well, this guy was commanding a salary just gave for about $200,000. He worked from home, and he was using other people's money. He never took a loss. They get their money off the top. So I met with a couple of brothers and we bounced us off. I was like, hey, look, how can we educate ourselves to understanding uh, uh, stock, uh, you know, ETFs, bonds, commodities, the Forex market? And so what we did is we thought, okay, let's come together as a group. Let's study as a group. Let's study independently. Let's educate ourselves uh -huh. because all this information is really is free. Anything you want to know, you can find it in the library where the lies are buried. So you can find that information right there, whether it's finance or whatever the case may be. And so what we did is each one of us in the group, we, uh, we would share books, uh, information to read and say, hey, we need to equip ourselves with knowledge of finance, become financially literate to understand. When we look at when you see on the news, you see the... Uh, the, uh, the uh, S&P 500, you see the Dow Jones, and you're like, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? What, how, what, what, what is that? It's, it's very, <clears throat> the language is used like there. Your average person does not understand. It's not in language terms. Uh -huh. So we're like, we just blow it off. But our money's involved in that. Uh -huh. We get our statements for those of us who are part of a 401k. We see the losses. We see the gains, but we see more losses than gains. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And you have to ask yourself, how can I get control of that? I say that to say this, <clears throat> is that <clears throat> they say everybody should have a business. Your money should be your business. Whether you have $5 or $50,000, your money is your business. How you manage it, how you uh, uh, watch it, whatever you do with it, it's your business. You want to, and With any business, you want it to stay a viable business and grow. This is what you want to do. So from that, <clears throat> what we did is we, we, each one of us, we would look at certain stocks. We look at like, okay, let's, but before we did that, it's like, well, we need to understand in layman's terms. So we consulted certain books, literature, like for example, the uh, For Dummies series. Uh -huh, uh -huh. The foundation, one of the major foundations of understanding finance or investing stock projections, reading charts, is technical analysis. 
<laughs> Once you understand and master that, you can apply that to anything. Therefore, you can take control in how you want to invest. You see stockbrokers like E-Trade, uh, uh, TD Waterhouse, uh, Scott's Trade, these brokers that you can open an account with. But I think for brothers, because I saw, I see a lot of our brothers that are making money illegally by the uh, purchase and buying of substance. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Why not take those same brothers and introduce them to a, a different arena? They already have the knowledge and ability. They already have the <laughs> they tenacity. They can sell some stuff. They right? can sell <laughs> some stuff. Now yeah, yeah. they can make this money legally because look, they know how to buy low, sell high. That's the same thing you do when you sell. Same principle. Same, exact same principle. So now finding the right customer. Exactly. And they <laughs> yeah. will find the right customer if not themselves. So the win-win here was if our brothers can do that, now they're making money legally by the very same system as legal. So it can't go it can't go against them because mm -hmm. they're operating legally. You're making just as much money, if not more. And the beauty in that is that your life is not on the line. You don't have to worry about that. You can train others. You can train your son. Boys in the neighborhoods with your recruits or your street soldiers now are equipped with the legal financial knowledge. Now, you guys are listening to this, right? Do you hear the power in what we're talking about today, right? We're just redirecting the energy. Right. Right. We're saying, hey, we understand that you know how to sell some stuff and mm -hmm. your main goal was mm -hmm. to feed your family. Right. You just happen to be slinging a couple of things or doing a couple of things. But if you did it a different way. Exactly. Used a different product. Right. Right. Gained in a different manner. Used your skill, your right. natural abilities to right. sell, right. to convince to stand out somewhere for eight hours a day. Exactly. Now think about that now. Now you're at the crib, you're right. at your house, exactly. maybe with a computer, That's right? It. That you already know how to you know, work anyway. Right. You're on the phone that you got full command of, you're calling your homie saying, mm -hmm. hey, what book did you read today? Exactly. Hey, who did you hear is doing what? Right. You get where I'm going with this guy. So look, you see the themes that we're talking about here. We've gone from youth to ourselves, Back again to youth and how to save our own societies. Right. Now, listen, this doesn't just extend necessarily to black, white, but we're talking about us because we happen to be black, okay? Mm -hmm. And we want to share with you guys not just what we've learned, but what is possible. Sure. Now, when we talk about, it's called Black Male Investment Group. Is Black Male Investment Group, that's the name that we came up with. Uh, and because, again, because it was focused on brothers, because unfortunately, if you look at the numbers, we are lacking in numbers in terms of financial literacy, in terms of investing. And to my knowledge, I was myself was ignorant to the fact till it was introduced to me by a gentleman. And he asked me, he said, well, um, he says, what do you know about investments? And that started the, the whole conversation and it took off from there as he shared things with me and introduced me to understanding ETFs, understanding the Forex market, understanding these different areas. And is as what you see in the media, it make it seem so complicated. Anything that's complicated, if you break it down in pieces, it's quite simple. Yeah, you just deconstruct that thing, right? Exactly. And I think also, Harold, is if you start making it relative right. to what they already know. Exactly. Right? Come on, young brothers. You know what I'm talking about. We can. You can kick it live. You can tell me how right. to chop something up and make it more. But isn't that the same as just taking a product and adding a price to it that's a little bit higher than what you got it for? Exactly. Isn't that the same concept? Exactly. Same principle. Same thing. Now, extend that out. 
Right. Now you don't have to worry about your life like Harold talked Absolutely. About, right? And see, here's, for, for an example, what we did, all of us in the group, at the time, I said when we started that, before I left, it was just in the early stages, we were just meeting and starting and looking over literature, stuff we needed to read and start to research and study. Because as we studied, we came together as a meeting and we shared with each other what we studied. Secondly, we had a group, we established a group account. Everybody would fund maybe $20 a month. But you had your own separate account uh -huh. as well. Because the idea was as we learn, we learn, reach out, grab others, pull them in, teach them, teach them more. The idea was to get that whole community conscious aware of money because we're in a capitalistic society. Doesn't it make sense That's right. to understand the money? So what each one of us did it was the challenge was to go home. Go through your house and look at the stuff you buy every day and ask yourself, do I own a share in it? Why not? I buy it every month. Why not earn some dividends on the stuff you buy on a regular basis every month? Whether it be toothpaste, laundry detergent, soap detergent, uh, whatever the case may be. All these things that you buy, there is stock there. There's some form of stock or whatever you can purchase a share and sometimes you can purchase a share as little as eight dollars and now you listen to this right and why not create a business to pursue those things so that your time gets accounted for a little bit differently now we can get into that in an, on another show once we dig into this a little bit more we want to first of all let you absorb all this stuff we've hit on the major things sure. the concepts behind the radio show that we talk about health wealth wisdom and how to get a whole lot more of these now we just kicked on some distribution of wealth but this is really distribution of knowledge right all right and again when we talked about you you know you don't need permission to start like right. my buddy used to tell me bro you don't need permission to help right you just decide and that's what we're talking about today if you sitting over there full of knowledge and a little frustrated about people not hearing it we want to hear it. right what about if we did something like this come on the show talk a little bit more about it add to some of the things that Harold was talking about and we form our own little group well, right here in Grand Rapids, absolutely. And, and to the audience here, let me say one thing and, and how was shared with me is that on an average, people have five business ideas a year. Okay. Anything that comes to mind to you, and this is for myself, write it down. It doesn't have to be coherent, but you wrote it down on paper. So it's something you can come back and look at. And, and, and secondly, is that when you make that choice, let's look at, for example, a lot of times what holds us back is fear. And fear is just an acronym that indicates false evidence appearing real. The only fear you have is fear of yourself succeeding on whatever it is you want to do. That's it. That's it. And Whether you, you want that? to make a change, you want to do this, it's fear. Once you overcome that fear, how you overcome that fear is you believe in yourself, your self-abilities. Yeah, yeah. And one example, let me leave this for everybody in your audience. If you look at your hand, look at, your, look at the tip of your finger. If you notice your fingerprint, your fingerprint is one of a kind on the whole planet. There is no match. That is power in itself. So if you know the fact that you were created, there's none like you. The ability, the possibilities is all in your hand. Now, listen, and imagine if you surrounded yourself with people that says, you know what? Let's fail together. Right. And it's not a failure. We, we know that. It's not failure. It's just information. Right. right. It tells you where to pivot. It tells you if the marketplace is going to accept your ideal or accept your business. Right. And if not, start again. 
Oh, absolutely. Just keep going. And a failure do more. A failure is simply a dress rehearsal to success. That's all it is. Oh, y'all heard that now. You know, listen, that that, that came from, from Harold King. Aren't we glad we got him back here in Grand Rapids, <laughs> Michigan? We stole him from Ohio. Well, actually, they stole him from us, and then we got him back. But the main thing is that we want to let you know here at the Randy O Show that we got your back. We're with you. We want you to talk to us. We want to talk to you more about this. We're going to be rolling out some things because, you know, when you get good minds together, you say, hey, look, if we can stop beating each other up and stop alpha melting each other and we can do some things together, Absolutely. we can create some wonderful things. And if we use that cooperation, competition, male thing to create for you, wouldn't that make a difference? And this kind of quick note, as later in the show, I'll share with Randy and, and the audience here is that that tension that most black males share, how easily that can be diffused. You'll be amazed how it's a simple word can diffuse that. Yeah, now we know, we've, we've said this before, you know, we can be cavemen. You know us, man, we can be cavemen out there trying to beat each other up, steal everybody's everything. But let, what, what if we turn that energy around, right? And we talk about diffusing the bad energy and creating the good energy and using that natural male whatever we got to help others and ourselves? Right. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that allow all of us? It's a win-win. It's a double win-win. Now, we talk about win-win, oh, yeah. triple win, quadruple <laughs> win, quadruple bottom line. I mean, if we can do all of these things and break right. these things out and use your natural talents, bring you into the fold, that's what we're talking about. Now, ladies, we're not leaving you out or anything like Absolutely that. But we're just trying to get a little something-something for ourselves. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, listen. We're going to go ahead and close up the show. I just want to thank Harold King for, number one, coming back to Grand Rapids, Michigan. And uh, we, we're going to love to have him around. We're going to be, you're going to see, I'm sure, a lot of him. All right? And if, if I got anything to do with it, you're going to see a whole lot of him. You're going to hear a whole <laughs> lot of him. So, listen, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the Randy O Show. We appreciate you listening in today. Let me we're going to be email. talking more. Email. Let me just give you guys the email Absolutely. again. Just kind of that email is the letter C, the word knowledge, the number one at yahoo.com. Feel free to email me anytime. I mean, I'll be more than happy to try to answer any questions for you or share anything with you or share with you whatever you may, uh, you may need. I'm open for that. I'm even open for feedback and learning because we all uh, still are still learning. That's what's up, guys. I'm glad I get, was able to take my little couple weeks off and finish up my next book. I'm not even going to, you know, hawk it here or nothing like that. But I want to tell you right now, I am looking forward to talking with you next week. And until then, for the Randy O Show, this has been Randy Outerbridge, and I want to say good night.